today I'm going to read chapter 7 of the Boxcar Children, Company in the Woods. Henry paddled almost as fast as Joe for about two hours. Then Joe could see that Henry was behind him. Tired, Henry? Joe shouted, slowing, slowing down and waiting for Henry to catch up. A little, Joe, said Henry shouted back. How far is it? Not very far now, said Joe. Look over there. He pointed at the spot down the lake. Three trees. Camp. Henry saw the spot at once. I can't paddle that far, he called back. So they started out once more. It will take some time to get the camp ready for the night, Joe told Jesse. I want to get there long before dark. He, we have to get supper too, said Benny. Don't forget the company, said Joe, winking at Jesse. Everyone was now looking at the three trees. As they came nearer, they could see a beach as an open Where? place. A beach? Where? Uh, a beach. Uh, as they came nearer, they could see a beach where canoes could land. Near the beach, there was an open place. Soon, with a strong push of his paddle, Joe sent his canoe up on the beach. Henry's canoe came along beside it, and Joe and Henry jumped out. They helped everyone else. Then they pulled the two canoes up on the beach, almost out of the water, and tied them to a tree. So they don't float away, said Benny, watching. Take everything out, cried Joe. Put it in this open place. Here's one of the best camping places in Maine. A long wooden table, all made, cried Henry. And places to sit. That's good. What a nice smell here, said Violet to Alice. I just love the smell of every green trees. It makes me think of the dear old boxcar days. I don't see any company though, said Benny, looking around. Well, you will, said Joe. She seemed to be very true. The first thing will be a campfire because we are so hungry. The next thing will be the tents, because we will soon be sleepy. He will. He took out an axe. No. An axe. An axe. Here is a path. We'll follow it and cut down two small trees. Not ever. Green though. Not evergreens though. These trees must be just right. Look at this picture. See the 
top must have a fork, but the fork must be cut, uh, must be one-sided so we can drive a tree into the ground. All the four children looked at the picture and started to walk down the path. Wait a minute, said Joe. There is something else we must find. Do you see the pail hanging over the fire on the long branch? We must have a long branch like that with a fork at the top and another to hang our water pail on. But trees don't grow like that, said Jessie. All branches grow one way, don't they, Joe? You just look around, said Joe, smiling. You might find one. Must First, the children began to look for a tree that was not and an evergreen. It was Violet who saw the first one. Joe said the fork was just right. Henry began to cut it down. Jesse and Benny soon found another just like it. Joe, wait, I hear something, called Jesse suddenly. They all stood still and listened. Far in the woods, they heard someone whistling. Joe laughed. Company, he said. The whistling came near. Hi, shouted Joe. Hi, answered a deep voice. Just then, the children saw a white-haired man in a brown coat carrying a very large pack. His face was brown from the sun. His blue eyes were kind. It is Mr. Hill. Children, said Joe, smiling at the stranger, Mr. Log tells me he is the one of the best guides in Maine. Well, I wouldn't say that, laughed the man. I suppose you are Joe Alden. Want me to build you your shelter half and cook you some cornbread? Cornbread, cried Alice. I just love cornbread. Me too, shouted Benny. But what's a shelter half? You, you would ask that, Benny, said Henry, laughing. But we don't know either. No, cried Benny. Don't tell us after all, Mr. High Hill Hill. We'll watch you build it, and then we'll know what it is. Not a bad idea, said Henry. Don't forget, we still have to find that branch with two forks in it. Mr. Hill could see two or three branches like that, but he said nothing. He just smiled and let the children find a tree for themselves. Well, well, said Henry at last, looking up at a tree. There is a branch growing both ways. I never knew they 
grew like that. Cut it just below that fork, Henry, said Joe. Soon the branch was cut. Joe and Henry cut branches of every greens and carried them back to camp for beds. Then Mr. Hill and Joe put everyone to work. We must get everything done before the sun sets, said Mr. Hill. It gets very cold up here at night. You'll be glad for your warm blanket rolls. Benny, is that your name? You come to hold these two trees for me. In no time, the two little fork trees were standing in the ground with a long pole between them. The branch was soon hooked over the pole. Mr. Hill put in the water pail on the hook. You can push this branch to one side, you see, he said. Sometimes I get two or three to cook with. I can see how that works, said Benny. The water gets not while... Gets hot. Gets hot while you cook supper. It, it is the hot water to wash dishes in, asked Violet. That's right. For And for everything else you want to wash. Maybe hands, said Henry, laughing and, uh, and looking at his hands. It's good, it's good clean dirt, though, said Benny, looking at his own hands. It smells good, just like ever, evergreens. Then he for, forgot all about his hands for for Mr. Hill began to make the shelter hat to keep the wind from the fire. This would keep rain out too. If we had any rain, he said to Benny, and this is the baker where we cook the cornbread. Oh, that's a funny dish, said Benny. How does it, it work? Mr. Hill laughed. You set it up with this open side toward the fire, see? The inside gets very hot and cooks the cornbread a fine even brown on top. Then, after supper, we can set it up on this other hand. End. End. Not end. And wash dishes on it. Well, isn't that clever? Clever? cried Henry. Benny won't mind washing dishes in that. Now everybody had better go and find some wood said Mr. Hill. We must get a fire going right away. Then he jumped up 
and worked hard getting wood for the fire. He was getting hungry. Meanwhile, Joe and Henry put up the two small tents. Alice and Jesse laid the evergreen branches in the tents for a bed. Where will Mr. Hill sleep? asked Jesse. Oh, he has his own tent, Joe answered. It will take him about one minute to put put his tent up and make his bed and go sound asleep. I hope he won't go to sleep before he makes that cornbread, said Alice. We're going to have ham and eggs too, said Mr. Hill. But we haven't any eggs, said Benny. No, but we have. No, but I have, said Mr. Hill with a laugh. I brought along a few things just for you, just for your first day. Then tomorrow morning I have to leave you. How delicious the ham did smell when Mr. Hill put it in a big pan and it began to to get brown. Then he dropped in 12 eggs. Joe had Joe said he could eat at at least two while Henry said he could eat three. Real butter! cried Jessie as Mr. Hill took it out. Do you remember the first time we had real butter in the boxcar? Cornbread isn't much good without butter, said Mr. Hill. Violet began to set the table with tin plates. Soon, they were all eating their first meal in the camp. At last, Joe said, the cornbread is gone and the ham is gone. Can anyone stay awake long enough to wash the dishes? <laughs> I can if we can use that, that funny dish, said Benny. He watched Mr. Hill put the hot water from the pan into the baker. But I'm not, but, but I'm so sleepy I could go to sleep standing up. Soon the dishes were washed and put away. Alice, Violet, and Jessie had one tent. And Henry, Joe, and Benny had the other. They spread their blanket rolls on the beds for every evergreen books. Before long, the moon looked down on the sleeping camp, but softly through the woods walked a large black animal. He was, he smelled people. He smelled food too. So he walked very quietly. There was a side of bacon hanging in a tree up high. And that was easy. He could stand up. Maybe he could pull it down. He loved bacon. 
Up went one front paw, and the bacon began to swing back and forth. The animal? The animal was not the only one awake. Mr. Hill had heard the visitor. This was the very minute he had been waiting for. Joe! he called from his own tent. We have a visitor. Joe woke up suddenly. I'll tell the children, he answered. Henry, wake up. Then Henry was awake. Jesse, he whispered. Then everyone was awake. Oh dear, said Violet, sitting up. What is it? <laughs> so that was chapter seven. Bye guys, see you later, see you later, see you later, see you later, bye guys.